0: hi everyone this is spirit from the words of wisdom podcast show how's everyone doing today i hope everyone is being safe um staying healthy me and my family we're safe we're healthy um we're actually taking the necessary precautions during this corona virus outbreak um So I know it's been quite a while since I've recorded a show. I believe the last time I recorded a show was, um, I believe the end of January. So basically I've been in compliance with everyone because, um, I've been basically trying to make the show better trying to schedule guests to appear on the show to make the show more entertaining and more visual um and in the entertainment business I believe that part of your job is to make any of your talents uh more in heightened uh try to work on them you know because that's what it's about like, bringing more to the table. So, um, this will be episode 32. I basically want to talk about the coronavirus because this is something that's really serious. Um, so basically this coronavirus, right? Uh, you know, it's basically what was going on in Wuhan, uh, China, as of September 2019. But I believe the president, Donald Trump, um, didn't get wind of the virus until November 2019. And unfortunately, for some unknown reason, um, he didn't disclose any of this information with higher officials. Um, I guess he didn't appear to take it pretty serious. I guess maybe he thought it wasn't serious. And, um, now we see how serious it is. So, you know, it's basically an epidemic that's going around. And, um, you know, a lot of people are in fear. I mean, I can honestly say that I'm a little, uh, you know, scared about the situation. But ever since Donald Trump came into office, I've been very insecure with the country. I've always been insecure with the country, but uh, I'm absolutely a thousand percent insecure when it comes to the country, especially with the president that we have. So, um... With that being said, I don't understand why the president uh well I'm not gonna say I don't understand because I have a couple of reasons to why I believe that they didn't fully warn the public. But those are just my I guess assumptions and stuff like that. So I don't really wanna put them out there like that. Because you know, people nowadays we're in like this sensitive era of the world where You can't basically have freedom of speech or basically, you know, tell what's on your mind (laughs) because of the type of people that are walking around this earth now. So, um, you know, with the coronavirus, it's uh, basically it's it's really serious for the elderly and um, babies, but now they're doing a lot of studies and they noticed that the younger crowd is also, uh, the, the younger crowd basically needs to be careful as well because there's a huge migration of, um, I guess, ages from 18 to about 40 um, that a lot of people are getting sick and it's becoming fatal. Like every time you turn on the news, um, you basically hear about the coronavirus. You hear um, about all over the world. You know, you hear about the the, fat- the fatalities. You hear about the ongoing um, shortage of supplies, ventilators, things that help people to get through this virus. is is just really awful. I've been doing my take of watching uh, Chicago. I've been watching New York, uh, California, all different states all over the world. And it's really, really sad. It's really heartbreaking. Sometimes I have to turn off the poison <laughs> box. That's what my um, my grandfather calls it, the poison box. And I I believe he's absolutely correct because once I turn off the poison box, I'm like not experiencing um, like stress or anxiety, you know, because the news, uh, it basically, it will get you, you know, but sometimes it can be informative. So basically the three top uh, s- symptoms um, for the coronavirus is, it turns into a low gre- a low grade fever and then it, it heightens itself to a full fever with in the course of the 1 to 14 days. Because they believe that the coronavirus, once you get it, you can basically go through symptoms between a 1 to 14 day period until you go into the full-blown coronavirus symptoms. And um, most of that has been acute respiratory, uh, symptoms, you know, hard to breathe, you know, but the three, the three basic, uh, symptoms are fever, cough, and shortness of breath. And, um, you know, it's bad because when you have like a regular flu or me, someone like myself, um, I suffer from asthma You know, sometimes during the year, especially around this time of the year when it's like uh, allergy season, um, you know, I get shortness of breath. Um, I smoke cigarettes for many years. Um, I've been cigarette free for about two years now. And um, I guess the longevity of smoking cigarettes for so many years has definitely put some damage towards my lungs. And not to mention, um, I'm asthmatic. So when we're dealing with the coronavirus, it could be very challenging to understand if you're really having the symptoms of the coronavirus or it could just be a regular common cold or the flu or maybe, you know... um, you're going through maybe a asthmatic trigger, like some people I know. When they see mice, they see roaches. They go into these uh, asthmatic triggers where they can't breathe, shortness of breath, things of that nature. Um, <clears throat> Mine's is really not that deep. Mine's really stems off of the weather. If it's rare, like really severe winter weather in New York City then I'm definitely gonna be going through some asthmatic changes um, also during the summer and this uh, the spring when it deals with like the a- the allergy season like the pollen um, you know maybe dust sometimes is a trigger for me as well it can definitely uh, spark up some asthmatic triggers and symptoms. So with the coronavirus, it's just like really scary, especially with everything that you hear on TV, you know, what you hear of the word of mouth and um, just everything that's going on. You know, um, I'm 37 years old uh, and out of all my years, which I'm, I'm still young, you know, but I'm not that young, like I'm not 21, you know, but... I'm not old, neither. And, um, you know, I just don't remember, uh, you know, schools being closed. I- I've never seen anything like that. And then, you know, businesses are being closed. Um, you know, I just never heard anything like this before. Um, so it's it's pretty alarming. It's, it's a bit concerning because it's like, okay what's going on? Like, I mean, there's no vaccine for it. There's no cure for it. Um, But then every time you turn on the news, people are dying from it. But they do fail to mention about the people who do recover from the coronavirus. So that's a little concerning and alarming to me as well, because just as much that you decide to announce the fatalities concerning co- coronavirus, you should be able to announce the re- recoveries as well. You know, so that way you won't leave the public in panic. That's why we have so many people um, going to the supermarkets and pharmacies. Uh, you know, they're like hoarding the damn um, toilet tissue and, uh, you know, food and, uh, medicine to where it's to the point that some of these places have to have a limit, like two per family or one per family, because people are going nuts. And, you know, I, I totally understand, but if you think about it, if the world was going to end, what is tissue in a pack of meat going to do for you? Absolutely nothing. So, um, you know, it's just, it's just so much going on. So I I, I definitely wanted to talk about this and um, shed light about this. Because I feel like, hey, people, take this serious. Like, I've never seen nothing like this. Like me, on, on the other hand, like, I have to still work. I have two jobs. So one of my jobs um, is a government job. And basically it's closed, and then my second job is um, not a government job, and it's a nonprofit job, and um, basically they're still open and I still have to work. So people like me, I'm still exposed when I go outside, uh, when I get on public transportation, or if I drive, depending if my daughter has the car, or things of that nature, I'm still exposed, um... So I try to go outside and um, when I do, when I'm in on transit, because I'm in New York City, so, you know, the transit is the most disgusting thing. But lately I've, I've noticed that New York City has definitely increased their cleanliness as far as trying to be very clean and the transit hasn't been crowded it's probably been, like, the most, I'd say, about five people every time I've been on transit since the coronavirus has been brought about, okay? Um, so, I just try to go outside with, like, a mask. I have probably about six different pair of gloves. I'm, like, very cautious. I also have, like, a travel-size a travel uh, hand sanitizer with me just in case. Um, when it's like about five people or so, I try to stay away from people. If people are coughing, sneezing, um, I try to stay at least six feet away from that person. Um, it's just, it's just real difficult, you know, because it's, it's, it's stressful for everyone, you know, I like to go out to the movies. I like to have family time with my kids. I like to do things. I like to shop, and a lot of this thing, a lot of these these things, I can't even do. So, you know, it, it kind of puts a damper on my lifestyle. But I'm pretty sure a lot of people are feeling this type of way. But I really, really had this episode because I just want to share my views on what I see on TV. And maybe this can help someone, you know. And I just want to tell the world, like, just stay inside. If you don't have to work like me, then there's really no reason for you to be outside. Unless, you know, you need to go to like the corner store and get probably like some food, juice, things like that. That's totally understandable. But like, I've been seeing a lot of things going on like um there's been like numerous parties people have been throwing in their house like over 50, 60, 100 people and this is worldwide. I've I I I think I've seen something that happened in New Jersey, Connecticut, even in the United K in California. Like people please stop. Please stay stay in your damn house so that way we can get over this coronavirus and go back to our normal lives. I'm not gonna say it was normal, but our lives that we're accustomed that we're accustomed to. Okay? <laughs> Cause this is like they're not even sure. Like when I hear Donald Trump talk like it's like on a roller coaster. Cause half of the things that he's saying, I'm not even sure that he knows if he's saying it correctly <laughs> and um you know it's just like they're not even sure if like they they're not even a hundred percent sure of how the coronavirus operates and they're not even sure if April 30th will be the final deadline. They're talking about more into the summertime so you know, this is, this is really serious. Like, we have stores that are closing down, going out of business. Um, the unemployment rate throughout America has increased to 3.3 million. Like, that's absurd. There's something wrong with that. First, to me, the first thing that made me a little cautious about the whole coronavirus was when the schools closed. And That was definitely, like, oh, my God, this is pretty serious. Like, I mean, like, we can get snow at, like, up to our ankles in New York City. And they'll probably close the school down for, like, about a day or two until they find out ways to, like, just clear the streets. But then the school is right back open. So it's just, like, damn, like this is pretty serious, like, you know? Really serious. And not even only to mention, I've seen people on public transportation like cough on people, sneeze on people, purposely cough in their hand and then rub it on the railing so if the next person touches it, most likely they're gonna touch it and rub their nose or rub their eyes or like me, like a person like me, I'm constantly always touching my damn face. So this is definitely something, a learning experience for me. (coughs) Excuse me. Like I said, this is the allergy season and my asthma has not been great. So excuse me if I cough a little or I might take a sip of my my water just to clear my throat a little. Um, Actually, I'm going to do that right now. So just bear with me, folks. (laughs) So yeah. So let's get back into it. So I just want to let everybody know, like, you know, this is this is really serious. Take this serious. Um, You know, take this serious, like stay in the house, stay in the house as much as possible. If you have to go to, like, the corner store to get supplies and stuff like that, that's totally understandable. But, like, having parties, going to hang out, you know, like, come on, guys. Like, I want to get out of this quarantine. I want to go out. It's about to start getting really nice outside. Nobody wants to be cooped up in their house, you know? So let's start following the rules, um, you know, trying to do research just as much as the next person so that way we can get a grasp of things and try to knock this shit out the way excuse my french because it's this is starting to like really become like uh, mind-boggling I mean a lot of people that I do know they're like well what are you worried about like you still go out at least once a day and I they're right I do go out I go out to go to work and I come straight back home but you know I'm just as nervous as the next person when I'm traveling um I don't want to get exposed to anything I wish I didn't even have to work that I could be in the house um you know being full quarantine and being around my girls majority of the day but at the same token I still have bills you know and um it's a lot of back and forth when it comes down to the rent freezing. Like I know Donald Trump said that hey, we're going to, you know, freeze the rent for people and um until this coronavirus is knocked out. But then I don't really see any uh documents that he signed. I didn't really see any, you know, like this is really Happening, We're freezing rent. I didn't really see any of that. So I still have to work because I still have to make a living, you know. You have some landlords that's out here that they don't have any compassion. And they don't give a damn. And they will definitely evict you, especially in a time like this. So, you know, with that being said, I have to still work. So I'm still out there exposing myself as well. And I still have kids in the house. So, you know... This is definitely a concerning matter. And this is why I felt like, again, there's a need for me to speak about this. Because in order for us to get back to our the way our lives were, we need to stay in the house so that way we can knock this coronavirus out. But what also amazes me about this virus is so many conflicting stories that the government's having. I just did normal research myself. And, um, you know, I'm a big, big, huge fan of Jada Pinkett Smith. She's, like, such a queen. Like, I swear. And um, on her Red Table Talk, she basically had a doctor on there. You should check out the episode. It's very, very informative. Um, So, basically, uh, this doctor was actually stating facts like two to three weeks before the government even knew about it so that even shows you right then and there the government doesn't even know what the hell they're talking about you know like they don't even know what they're talking about so basically when I did my own research and um some of my research consists of long hours reading researching about the coronavirus also looking at the red talk table t- uh the red talk table show because that was definitely informative so the doctor that was on the red talk-, talk table show he basically said that the virus is airborne um you know the government officials basically said it would be three to six feet that the virus travels within and the doctor on the red table talks show said basically that's a myth it's way longer than that. So I'm like, "Oh my god, like it's airborne. Um you know, so when something's airborne, how do you stop that?" <laughs> you know, that that's what's really scaring me. Like and it's just like, you know, every week we just get we get new information. Towards the coronavirus, you know? Like, I think what's really mind-boggling me, and I'm stuck on it, and I can't really, like, get a grasp on it, is the whole airborne part. You know? Like, I was r- doing some research, and basically, um, like, say if an infected person you know, has the corona and he's just outside and he's walking, right? Um, And he decides to sneeze or cough or whatever. And some of the coronavirus droplets come out of him. It can actually stay in that exact area where he was for a significant amount of time. That's crazy. So that means... The next person that walked right behind him could be standing there waiting for the light to change and basically inhaled some of those droplets. So now that person is infected with the coronavirus as well. Or maybe somebody who was driving by and they, you know, um, had the window down and some of the droplets came into the car and the kids inhaled the droplets. And now the kids have the COVID-19. So this is like, I'm like, oh my God, this is like really crazy. And then when I did some of my research, uh, I definitely have an article on my website. You can check it out about uh, the COVID-19 disease. Uh, Check it out at www.imspiritualjada.com. It's very informative. Check it out. You're going to love it. Um, So basically, I did some research of my own. And the coronavirus has been out since the 1960s. I didn't even know that, you know. Um, And basically, it was two human people that were uh, infected with the coronavirus. And it was like a farm somewhere. I believe this was overseas When the last time when I did do my research. And there was a farm, like a herd of chickens and they all had an infectious bronchitis uh, disease. And basically this is how the coronavirus outbreak started. They basically don't have an original date for it but when i did my research basically the first known uh people to have the coronavirus was in the 1960s and at some point it just disappeared and of course it came back again and you know you hear so much uh conspiracies about the whole covid-19 about you know chinese they've been they've been wanting to take over over United States for quite some time, which I do believe that could be true as far as, you know, um, the third world countries, they never liked United States. They've always wanted to take over United States. I do believe that. But um, as far as like the Chinese doing this deliberately, that's still in question Um, because we don't really have any facts about that. You know what I mean? So... It's just, uh, it's just really, I don't know. It's just like this whole situation is really concerning. And I just want to really put something out there. Before that we even knew about the coronavirus, I became really, really sick um, in December of 2019. I thought it was my lupus. But then when I went to the doctor, he basically told me that it wasn't a flare-up of my lupus, he basically didn't know what was going on. Right. So it's just like, I don't know. It's just like, it's just weird because I'm like, it wasn't a flare up of lupus. So what was it? And he didn't even know what it was. He said it was like flu like symptoms. But I remember that. I remember December 1st. I felt like lightheaded and weak before the fever and chills and body aches began, you know. And I, be- I remember it was a Monday night because I had worked the night shift that, that day. Um, And I remember that Tuesday morning, the kids got on the bus to go to school. And I barely, I usually go in the kitchen and, you know, make start my day by brushing my teeth, washing my face, making me a pot of coffee. And I couldn't even roll out of bed. Like, I was in so much pain. I felt like I was dying. And then my fe- fever, it was, like, fluctuating between, like, 103 to, like... Well, it was fluctuating between um, 100.1 to 103. Between that whole week, like... And I couldn't do anything. I couldn't eat anything. Like... um I remember, like, me trying to, like, just sip on tea. And that was, like, difficult, a difficult task for me. And I was thinking maybe, you know, maybe I had the flu or maybe I had pneumonia, you know? I was getting really scared. And I remember my kids were home, you know? But I, like, kind of barricaded myself in my room because I was, like, so sick. And, um... I eventually went, it was like six days and I still was going to work. Isn't that crazy? Um, Because I didn't really know what was going on. And then I had this excruciating dry cough. Like it was like when I cough, it felt like my whole neck and throat was gonna bust open. Like it was a really, really bad time that I can say. And um, this went on for about six days and on the sixth day, I'm not going to say I was fully recovered, but I felt a, a little bit better in order to get out of my bed. I went to the hospital. They didn't really know what was going on with me. And basically, I'm one of those people every year I'm going to get like a dentist checkup. I'm going to, you know, check my eyes, I'm going to get a physical, I'm going to get a GYN, like I stay on top of, of my self care, you know, and um, my physician that handles my lupus basically said it wasn't a flare up. So now that we're in, we're like three months later from that episode, I believe that I did have the Coronavirus. It's just that we didn't know what it was. And When I think about everything that I do know now, like Donald Trump knew about the coronavirus in November, but he chose to not disclose that information to the world. So, you know, a lot of people are coming out and saying, hey, I think I had it. And not to mention, I lost like at least 15 to 20 pounds. I never forgot about that because I have like these favorite jeans that I could not fit in. And then after, uh, that six day period where I was getting a little bit better, I was able to slip right into the jeans. It was crazy. It was really a crazy moment for me. Um, and I never want to feel like that again. I never want to be sick like that ever again, you know? So, All I can just tell people is like, hey, you know, stay in your house. You know, if you feel like you're coming on down with like a fever or you feel a little weak or a body chilled, stuff like that. Start isolating yourself from your other family members, you know, because right now they don't they don't they just know a few things when it deals with the coronavirus. Like they don't even have a full description of, you know, what is to come in the next couple of months or years, especially with this virus. They're learning, like, every week. So with that being said, all I can do is tell people to be safe and to basically, you know, try not to be in groups, not try not to be in crowded places, you know. um, All of that social gathering and hanging out and (laughs) stuff like that that's over. Like that's over. It's over. <laughs> so it's like, hey, you know, just forget about that. So, um I just want to leave everybody off with that, you know, just try to be safe, be healthy. Um this coronavirus is definitely kicking ass, <laughs> you know. But all we have to do is like stick together listen to the directives that are being pushed out so that way we can move on and we can get over this coronavirus and go back to to our normal lives you know um, so with that being said uh, I'm still gonna have words of wisdom podcast show come you know air every two weeks on a Sunday. So just to to make you feel more comfortable with that, we will be on schedule from now until, you know, the show is still being aired. Um, I have a couple of scheduled guests that will appear on the next few episodes. I'm excited. They're excited. Um, So I have a couple of, you know exciting things that's going to be happening in the next couple of episodes, so stay tuned. Um, you know, you can always email me at spiritual, uh, dot jada at gmail.com. Uh, you know, send me out your concerns, uh, things that's going on in the world that you would like to hear, that you would like to see on my IG page, my website. I'm all for it. Um, also, you definitely can follow me on IG, Instagram, uh, spiritual underscore Jada. I have so much information on there. You won't be disappointed. Um, also you definitely can follow me on Twitter. Words of wisdom seven, instead of the S's, turn them into Z's. And you definitely can check me out on my website, uh, www dot I am spiritualjada.com is definitely a lot of informative uh articles about the coronavirus, about the the healthy ways to eat, you know black history, culture. It just is just so much information. Uh you know, just go take a look. So the next scheduled show that we will have um coming up <laughs> will be, I would say, I you know what, right now I'm not going to say because I'm not sure if I'm going to probably post this episode for this upcoming Sunday or I might post it next week, but just stay in tune um, and you'll definitely notice when this episode will come up, come about. But like I said, we're going to be on regular scheduling um, every two weeks on a Sunday. And if you check out my Twitter page, I'm definitely going to put up a schedule. So that way you can pencil me in and you can be an audience for the show when it airs. So I just want to tell everybody, you know, thank you for tuning into the show. I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for you. And you know, I blessings to everybody. Um I love all my viewers. I love all my listeners. I appreciate you to the bottom of my heart. Now, you know, all I can do is is stress the fact that I want my viewers to be healthy. Just stay healthy, be safe. You know, listen to the directives so that way we can knock this cor- coronavirus out, you know. And peace and blessings. Enjoy the rest of your night. Bye.